The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edward Sprout Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon. A landmark in Cali for over 90 years on our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A.D.B. Lockbaum on August 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are in the shut-ins, that is, those of you in in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. To start off today's Palm Sunday telecast, the church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn will sing the touching song entitled, 
on a Friday noon. They'll be able to come and by Ethan Matsuki on the piano and Tiara Summers on the organ. Yes, dear television viewers, the Lord showed his love and mercy to us when he died on the cross of Calvary for the sins of the whole world so that we all may have the promise of eternal life. Won't you open your hearts and accept Jesus as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord? For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church band under the direction of head pastor William M. Hahn Jr. will play the song, The King is Coming. Through the signs in the heavens above and the earth beneath, the second coming of the Lord is near at hand. Soon and very soon we are going to see the King in all his glory and splendor. We welcome his return with open arms and pray for him to come quickly to take us out of this lost and dying world. Thank 
John will give the Lord all the praises, glory, and thanksgiving by singing the wonderful song, I Look to the Shepherd. During her background music will be Christy Hahn on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asano Sr., and yours truly on the guitars. We look to our Lord and Savior to bring peace to our souls. Thank the Lord for His great goodness, mercy, and compassion. He is able to lift us up from the depths of despair and put a song in our hearts to carry us onward and forward to victory.
The church choir will now sing the uplifting song entitled 10,000 Hosannas. We too can lift our voices to sing Hosanna to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for He is our King of kings and Lord of lords. As the words to the song goes, until that glad moment when He shall appear, 10,000 Hosannas we sing loud and clear. The orchestra will use their God-given talents to play the song, Just As I Am. Thank the Lord that He does not look at our outward appearance, but looks at our heart. Praise to God that He takes us just the way we are. 
He is the potter and we are the clay. We should let him have his way in our daily lives and have him mold us and make us into what he has planned for us. The daughters of Judah will now blend their voices to the song, Glory to God, Hallelujah. They will be accompanied by Head Pastor William M. Hahn, Jr. on the piano, 
All praises and glory go to our Lord and Savior, for he causes us to rejoice and be glad. He died on the cross to set us free. He rose again to make intercession for our sins. And he is coming back, and soon we shall see his lovely face. As we shout on and pray on, the love of God will come to our hearts. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a dear sister in Christ, Mrs. Hermania Abalos of Honolulu, Hawaii. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday.
Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Janda, and I would like to repeat our television time station locations in a kindly ask for our viewing audience, especially if you plan to visit or reside in California. This telecast cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14, of Salt Lake City, Utah, part of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20, in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time on the Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. And if you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning gospel service, Holy and Homestead, Hawaii, Service held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ladies begin at 9 a.m. And prayer service held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pearl Avenue, gospel service held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule was observed by a number of branch churches. That service also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kellett M. Vera in Anamawe, Pastor Walter Itino in Hinoai, Pastor Leonard K. Wanasuna Sr. in Kolokawai, by Pastor Helvasai Boloka Pekawaiian, and Pastor Vesper Ferrer in Presidus Kumbaldo, Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend this service regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. If you desire to volunteer to continue to support this telecast and Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations address designated conclusion telecast. And I would like to return the program back to Associate Pastor Edwin Swart Sr., who will bring forth a Spirit-directed and Spirit-inferred sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. Good morning, dear television viewers. Perhaps some of you may be asking yourselves if the participants in our weekly telecast are compensated in any way to perform in the choir, band, or special vocal and instrumental groups. Our simple answer is no. Let me reassure you all that everyone in our telecasts are faithful viewers of the apostolic, members rather, of the Apostolic Faith Church who give of their rehearsal performance times and talents willingly from their hearts for the glory of God without monetary gains of any kind. And we do not receive a salary or compensation of any kind from the church coffers which are filled primarily by tithes, free will offerings and our viewer contributions to do these telecasts. Contributions from our faithful television viewers help to maintain these weekly telecast presentations. And through their unselfish generosity and financial help, we're able to bring you today's sermon entitled, Behold, Jesus Christ thy King cometh. The triumphant entry of Jesus Christ into Jerusalem became a new beginning for the gospel of the kingdom of God. It was the first day of the week, and by the end of that same week, Jesus Christ would be betrayed, arrested, ridiculed, falsely accused, judged, unlawfully condemned, crucified, and his lifeless body entombed. It appeared to many there 
that the ministry of Jesus Christ was about to come to an abrupt end, as did so many other self-proclaimed messiahs before him. But in reality, the gospel of Jesus Christ was on the verge of a new beginning. And Jesus Christ was ready to offer his gospel of the kingdom of God to every believer who willingly accepts this spiritual and life-changing experience. The gospel preached by Jesus Christ was about to be taken to a higher level of spiritual importance and glory. The miracles performed by Jesus Christ up to that point in his ministry had served their spiritual purpose. And in this final phase, Jesus Christ would execute his power over death, hell, and the grave to live forevermore in heaven above. The prophet Zechariah described Jesus Christ's triumphant entry in Zechariah 9.9. It says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. This prophetic announcement of Jesus Christ as Israel's king was addressed 487 years prior to his final entry into Jerusalem. Through the power of God's Holy Spirit, Zechariah revealed the full sovereignty of Jesus Christ and confirm him as Israel's coming King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The city of Jerusalem was stirred up with the feast of the Passover, the feast of the unleavened bread, and the feast of Pentecost that were ongoing. Merchants were carefully located on the porches of the temple selling their items for the celebration of these feasts. People were buying and selling these items without realizing that Jesus Christ is our ultimate sacrifice for sin, and he is the Lamb of God who would be offered for the sins of all mankind. Jesus Christ fulfilled the prophecies of every feast ever celebrated. On the other hand, the Jews were there to celebrate these feasts as a manner of keeping their faith in God perfect. On this particular day when Jesus Christ entered into Jerusalem, Everything would drastically change. Jesus Christ would challenge their allegiance to the letter of the law and their opposition to accept him as the Son of God. The crowds that greeted him on the outskirts of Jerusalem shouted, Hosanna, meaning save now to the Son of David. The multitudes greeted Jesus Christ by laying down their garments in his path and cutting palm branches to wave as he entered Jerusalem. John 12, 12 through 13 describes the moment. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. However, Jesus Christ was not deceived by their transitory cries of joy unto him. He knew that in a matter of days their cries of Hosanna would be turned to relentless shouts saying to crucify him. Not everyone was happy with the triumphal entry and presence of Jesus Christ in Jerusalem. In fact, the Pharisees in their jealous anger conspired to have Jesus Christ arrested and imprisoned. John eleven forty seven to 53 denotes this. Then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees in a council and said, What do we? 
for this man doeth many miracles. If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him. And the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest, that same year said unto them, Ye know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being the high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for that nation, and not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. Then from that day forth they took counsel together for to put him to death. Zechariah spoke of the end times and referred to Jesus Christ as setting his foot on the Mount of Olives to rule and reign. And when Jesus Christ ascended into heaven, two angelic witnesses spoke to disciples in Acts 1.11 that says, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. In other words, Jesus Christ ascended into heaven from the Mount of Olives. And in his appointed time, he will return to the Mount of Olives to establish his kingdom forevermore. Returning with Jesus Christ will be the bride of Christ consisting of 144,000 believers who were raptured from the earth just prior to the tribulation period. And once the bride of Christ, the church is raptured and caught up to meet Jesus Christ, the tribulation period will begin. This is why today the Lord Jesus Christ stands knocking on the door of your heart, asking every man, woman, and child to let him in. He wants you and I to open our hearts and let him come in to abide with us all. Nicodemus, a learned Pharisee of that time, came to see Jesus Christ in John 3, verses 1 to 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In these troubling and perilous times that we live in, the salvation of the soul of every man, woman, and child must be our highest priority. And Nicodemus recognized Jesus Christ to be a teacher come from God. Jesus Christ with, responded with a command to Nicodemus and to all men today in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Our simple act of faith in obeying the commandment of Jesus Christ to be born again by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and to be filled with his Holy Spirit proves our good conscience toward God. Thereby, we then become a member of the family of Jesus Christ and can begin our journey to the kingdom of God and eternal life in heaven above. Paul writes to the church in Colossians 1, 13 and 14, 
who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Peter and some of the other apostles were Galilean fishermen who were called by Jesus Christ to become fishers of men. Peter, having been recently filled with God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, preached this powerful sermon in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter then used the name of Jesus Christ as God's key to unlock the salvation of the soul for every man, woman, and child who will come and accept him. He then pronounced that Jesus Christ himself is both Lord and Christ. The term Lord describes his authority as being of God and hence being God himself in the flesh. The term Christ describes Jesus Christ as the Messiah and the anointed of God. Therefore, Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords, and every knee will bow before him. Water baptism is accomplished by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And to be born of the Spirit is to be filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in an unknown tongue or language as God's evidence proving we have his Holy Spirit within our hearts. And in Acts 4.12, we find the confirmation of the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And 1 John 5.3 adds this scriptural confirmation. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. First of all, this is the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus Christ preached on the shores of Galilee. Secondly, we must all come and accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord. And thirdly, we must believe and follow Jesus Christ with our whole heart, mind, and soul to be blessed each and every day by his Holy Spirit. The famous biblical figure Zacchaeus, Nicodemus, the Philippian jailer, the eunuch from Ethiopia, and many others were offended by the gospel of Jesus Christ because he did not follow mainstream Christianity. However, they all soon learned that the gospel of Jesus Christ was being confirmed with signs following. And they too became believers and followers of Jesus Christ. And Mark 16, 14 through 19 exhort, afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and unbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. 
And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. God's Word, the Bible, presents to every believer the teachings of Jesus Christ. But even today, many still do not believe the gospel of the kingdom of God and choose to remain unlearned. Therefore, those who reject the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word will only be able to live an unfruitful life and will not have God's Holy Spirit to lead and guide them. Hence, our advice to you, dear television viewers, is to believe and accept the Lord Jesus Christ today and put Him first in your daily lives. The Lord Jesus Christ declares, I come not to send peace, but a sword. Doing so, we obtain the precious salvation of our souls, and we will be blessed by obeying His commandment of salvation. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 adds this truth, for by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It is in the heart of God that none perish, but that all men should come to repentance. Accepting the Lord Jesus Christ, being baptized by immersion in water in His name, and being filled with His Holy Spirit brings us into His spiritual family. Acts 2, 1 through 4 details of speaking in tongues and reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. On the day of Pentecost, Jesus Christ made himself real to the 120 believers in the upper chamber in Jerusalem by outpouring his Holy Spirit upon them, giving them all spiritual utterance. Today, God's Holy Spirit continues his work of filling and refilling believers with his Holy Spirit, just as he did in Jerusalem. Colossians 1.27 presents the inner working of God's Holy Spirit. It reads, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is truly a blessed experience to speak in tongues, which confirms to every man, woman, and child that the Lord Jesus Christ, God's Holy Spirit, resides within us. And this is essential to the salvation of our souls. And today, or now, is the day of salvation. If we will only hear the voice of Jesus Christ calling us to accept him as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord, Psalms 118, 22-26 declares this truth. The stone which the builders refuse is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. 
Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. Upon Jesus Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem, the multitudes gave him praise and honor, which caused many to ask the question, Who is this? They answered, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. However, at the end of that same week, many of the palm wavers became members of the opposition and declared, Crucify him. Perhaps you may ask, Why did this happen? The prophet Jeremiah states this revelation and answer to the question, it reads, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Another explanation may be that first of all, they only saw the miracles of healing and feeding of the multitudes, and they did not listen to Jesus Christ's spiritual gospel message. And second, they fell short when they regarded Jesus Christ as a prophet and did not truly understand him to be God himself. And thirdly, they remembered him as being a man from Nazareth and of Galilee and could not fathom that he is God himself from the heaven of heavens. Then too, the Pharisees, priests, and elders persuaded the multitudes when they accused Jesus Christ of being a traitor against the Jewish traditions, an activist against the Roman government, and a blasphemer against the laws of Moses. In addition, they failed to see Jesus Christ, God himself, as their King of kings and Lord of lords, leading up to even their erroneous response to Pilate saying, we have no king but Caesar. Today, God's word, the Bible continues to highlight the special significance of Zechariah's prophecy, which points to Jesus Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem that is recorded in the New Testament books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It is documented in the Old Testament pronouncement of the coming Messiah and Savior, along with the New Testament confirmation of the announcement by the angel of the Lord to Joseph and Mary, saying, And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 clearly exhorts, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. And Revelations 3, 10 and 11 concludes today's sermon saying, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which will come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Hence, we must stand ready to confirm the title of our sermon topic, Behold, Jesus Christ, thy King cometh, and to position ourselves to respond when he calls up his bride, the church, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website 
at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. The church band will close today's telecast with their rendition of the selection entitled, Glory to His Name.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.